0: there so here's the thing i get it my perfectionists and overachievers i see you i understand when i say tech, take messy action that that is like nails on a chalkboard for you sure here's what i'm going to say the more you do it the easier it gets and even just saying it just saying take messy action like just take like just throw ingredients in a smoothie thing and see what happens if you don't like it add more honey it's going to get better but like <laughs> uh the the thing is that like If you don't take that messy action, you will take no action because nothing will ever be ready. And when it is ready, if it ever becomes ready, the truth is, is that it's no longer going to make the impact you want to make because that means freaking everyone was doing it. And now you see the path forward so you can just copy and paste and it's not going to feel authentic to you. And, you know, so anyways, whatever you have to do, write on a chalkboard, take messy action. Take messy action today.
1: Take messy action today.
0: that you can use to put yourself first and be it till you see it. It's a practice, not a perfect. Let's get started. Welcome back to the be it till you see it interview recap, where my co-host in life, Brad and I are going to dig into the giggly convo I had with Danielle Pacente in our last episode. If you haven't yet listened to that episode, feel free to pause us now, go back and listen to that one, and then come back and join us. Look, y'all.
1: Lots of giggles.
0: There's a lot of giggles in this one, but <laughs> also I completely understand that if you are an iTunes listener and you're like, "Wait a minute, what happened to the episode before that?" They have made it so that you have to manually go back to things to oh, listen to ones you've missed.
1: I found a setting.
0: Yeah. T- well, okay. Go into your setting.
1: The setting is is about um, changing the order of unplayed episodes.
0: You found that because I found son- I found a different setting.
1: I found one where you can say play the oldest ones first. <gasps>
0: Stop right now. Yeah,
1: inside of the um, I, show itself.
0: Why are you just now telling me this? I
1: just figured it out. Well,
0: I showed you something I figured out.
1: <laughs> yeah, I want to I wanna hear about it, babe. Okay,
0: so everyone, just so you know, if you would like to not hear whatever the newest episode is first in your series on iTunes, go into the podcast, and there's probably like three little dots, and then you yep. can... Yeah, Choose there's your a own adventure with that setting. The next thing I discovered is because we were flying to Hawaii. I were this like five and a half hour flight and I had all these podcasts to listen to. And I have everything, so I thought, on automatic downloads. By the way, like automatically downloading your favorite podcast is like such value to your favorite podcasters. You have no idea what that does for their business. So just a quick note. But I thought I did this already. So I'm on the plane and like we're not even 40 minutes in and I, I can't listen to any of my podcasts because even though they're in my listen now, they weren't automatically downloaded. And I'm like, I don't understand. I did this. This is my thing. So on uh, our way back, I learned my lesson. And I was like, I got to figure out how to download these things. When you are in your podcast and you pick on it, there's a little dot. This is on iTunes still. And it will have like an arrow, uh, arrow down or a check mark. And if it's a check mark, it means it's downloaded. If it's not checked, you got to check it and then it downloads it. And then in your settings, you can say automatically download this and that will repay all your favorite podcast hosts with your Click of a button. So that's like total currency to us as podcasters. Anyways, that has nothing to do with this podcast, Danielle, or what I'm excited about right now. So um
1: But that was great. Thanks for the quick announcement.
0: Yes. If you know how to do this on Spotify, Google, Play, or any of the other things, let us know on the Be It Pod DMs and yeah. we will we will teach that on the next episode <laughs> here to help you be it till you see it and um, use technology. Okay, so I'm freaking stoked, y'all. Listen, we are in the early bird for my hunt with Me challenge, which I wanna talk about because look, I know you hear about challenges all the time and you think, oh, I'm, maybe I'm not good enough to be in a challenge. I've never done Palias before, I'm I've, I've not in shape enough or whatever. But my consistency challenges are specifically to teach you how to create consistency in your life around something you want. In this case, we're going to use Pilates. And if you've never done Pilates, don't worry. We give away the intro classes for those people to do, uh, for those of you newbies in there. But our goal is to teach you how to create consistency in your life with positivity, community connection, and accountability. And then everything we teach you, you can just rinse and repeat with other things you want to do. And so we're currently in the early bird, which means
1: which means
0: instead of paying $99 for eleven hundred and forty dollars in value, mm-hmm. you get this for fifty. Fifty dollars. So that's a limited time offer if you are by the next recap episode that is over, and maybe by the next guest interview episode that's over. What date does that end, babe? Yeah. Okay. Um <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna be in the show notes. It's gonna end whatever sunday is that's when it ends. So anyways, um, you go to 100withme.com That's the number 100withme.com and here's the other thing. Do you want to tell them?
1: Let me tell them. No, you can tell them. Okay. It's exciting.
0: Okay. So we we really try to figure out how we can give back in different ways with our businesses and everything that we do. Um, we we have adopted all the dogs <laughs> we can right now. Um, but we're thinking like how do we help people and the reality is is that you know, as we all know, the first responders have been on a marathon, like an elite hundred mile marathon, uh, I think that like an
1: 18 month marathon that
0: they never have to, had trained for. That's not what they went to school for. And, um, and you I'm know, sure
1: you remember last year, they pulled medical students into hospitals because yeah. they needed help.
0: And it's not stopping because between fires, hurricanes, um, Everything around the world, because I know we have so many Aussie listeners, UK listeners, like everyone's first responders are really being stretched beyond. And so The 100th Me, just so you know why it's called that, is it's about giving yourself a 100% first, and you just do it with me. Um, <laughs> but the reason is that we have to fill our cups first so we can pour into other people's cups. You yep. cannot pour from a half empty glass. And our first responders, I think, are having to pour from other glasses that they stored <laughs> And reserves, and so what we we figured out to do is we want to make sure that it's so easy for people who need this to sign up, and that means you can actually sign up a first responder in your life for thirty dollars, yeah, so better than the early bird price better than the full price. um we are basically
1: really- the way that we want you to think about this is to sponsor an early or you know, our first responder, right yeah. so the the reality is, um, it's hard to know how to give back yeah and uh we also know that first responders they're overworked and so the idea of creating a habit uh, a self-practice of you know working out will help that first responder fill their cup first it will help them prioritize themselves even though they're you know, being pulled down this crazy trail of taking care of people um, through all the different ways that first responders do. So we want you uh, to sponsor your friends who are first responders, mm-hmm. nurses, doctors, uh, firefighters, police officers, um, even, you know, ambulance gro- drivers. A- yeah, but grocery store clerks. Like if it's someone who's been on the front lines, um, helping the rest of us survive, you know, through this pandemic and now through all these natural disasters that are happening, uh, and you want to do something special for them, uh, we think it'll be great because then you can sponsor them, and then the two of you can be accountability buddies together yeah. during the challenge, and it's going to be so much fun. So here's how to do it. So uh, on the uh, we've changed uh, the website. Now, during the checkout, there's a little checkbox that says, is this a gift? And you just go to 100withme.com and it will take you to the registration form and you can check, yes, this is a gift. And then after you go to the next page, it will have a, a an email pop-up. You'll you'll do the pay, payment and then it'll have an email pop-up that says, email your friend. And so you'll put in their first name, last name, and email address. And then you write them a nice little message. Hey, I'm so excited to invite you to this thing. I'm sponsoring you in this, however you want to, your message is going to be. Um, and then they will get an email prompting them to sign up for free because you've already paid for the registration. So uh, we hope you get excited about that. We were trying to think how can we, you know, get our community to uh, support first responders. And we thought that this was a really great way to do it.
0: Well, and just going back, because you're like, how can we help? Right. And I think a lot of times people think, like I, lately I've just felt a little bit helpless, like yeah. helpless. And and in some cases, hopeless. And, um, and it can feel really hard to even think about yourself right now when like so many people have it worse than you. And this is actually how you can do it because the reality is, is that with our challenge, there is so much community accountability. And I know you're thinking but how will they have the time? I barely have the time. Again, this is a consistency challenge. It's not Right. It's not a two-a-day <laughs> workout challenge. This is where we're literally teaching people, because I believe, y'all, I believe that when you do Pilates, you actually are practicing how to talk to yourself, treat yourself, pour into yourself so you can do it in life better. And so they can do the 10-minute intro class on the busiest day. We yeah. have uh, 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 an NP who is a member of ours who on Wednesdays, she shuts one of the <laughs> rooms <laughs> <laughs> the patient rooms, and does our mat class puts so, up
1: her laptop and does her mat class during her lunch hour.
0: Yeah, so I do know that it is possible for. These human beings to have this time, but sometimes they don't even know that this is out there for them. Right, and this is a way for you to give back. You don't have to like, what's the right charity? What's the right thing? No, you can actually go to the person, the person you know, the person who's helped you, the the friend of a friend, and you can say, "Here, this is for you," and I bought this for you. And And
1: also, you know, again, like I said, I think it's going to be a lot of fun because it's something that you can do together. Yeah, right. So you can be on IG together and tagging each other and commenting back and forth and. We were just thinking, how could we make it uh, you know, more of a community thing plus support our first responders? So we're really excited about this. We hope that you get excited about this. Um, if you don't know any first responders yourself, um, ask someone, hey, do you know a first responder? I want to sponsor them.
0: Yeah, I love that. Okay, so that's at 100withme.com. That's where you can get your early bird ticket. And that's where you can sponsor a first responder essential worker. All right, my love. Uh, Before we get into our recap, we have an audience question.
1: We do. This is fun. I love that we get questions. Um, If you have questions yourself, please uh, just DM us on the Be It Pod. Uh, What's the question?
0: Okay. So hello, Leslie. I hope you are well. I am. Thank you. I have a question (laughs) for your podcast. Do you find morning pages the hardest to do when you feel okay Good. Uh I've started to do them after picking up all the subliminal messages from your podcast. These those were <laughs> not subliminal, y'all. Those were direct. <laughs> you should do these. Um, but I'm glad that they worked. Um, and have found them to be very therapeutic. I've signed the
1: morning up, pages. She's morning pages. About.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I have signed up for your habits webinar already. Oh, if you want to know, that's that uh, that happened a couple days ago. But um, I'll be teaching that stuff. Side note: There's a parentheses in here. I'll be teaching that um, uh, throughout the challenge. So if you missed it, don't worry. You're going to get it for 30 days in that challenge. Um, so she signed up for the habits webinar already, and she is fine. And she's busy. When she finds she's busy, and I feel okay, it's easy to let them slide. Um, so babe, we were talking about this. So the
1: question actually was, do you find morning pages the hardest to do when you feel okay or good?
0: So glad you're here. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So, because I know it's like, wait, where where were we? Did you ever play that game of like, how did we get to where we are in the conversation? And you try to retrace your conversation. Back.
0: I don't I only do that in my head because um I actually well like we I'll think of something and I'll think of something else and I'll think of something else and I'll just go blah 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 blah, and you're like, where is this coming from? And then I have so I have to do it for myself, not with
1: others. That's really funny. (laughs) Okay, anyway, uh so okay, so do you find morning pages the hardest to do when you feel okay or good? First off, uh morning pages, um, for those of you who are unaware. Uh, it's a, a, an idea that you basically get all of the crazy thoughts out of your head, not necessarily crazy, but that mess of morning thoughts that happens when you wake up and you're like, blah, it's all inside your head. You get it out of your head onto a piece of paper, and then you literally shred that paper and it's gone and you don't have to worry about it anymore, but it's a really great, um, uh, tool.
0: It's from the book, the artist way there's a whole, if you want to do the book, but you can also just do morning pages and you do it as soon as you wake up because if you remember from our episode with oh my god why is her name escaping me this is so embarrassing um it just came up um katie miller katie katie kerner miller katie
1: kerner yeah miller kerner
0: katie miller kerner yeah Okay, we're just going to change the order for name. <laughs> Anyways, she is a hypnotist and she talks about the brain waves being in theta and when you first wake up that's why meditation works or um or morning pages because you're not fully awake yet so you're not like in your head about it, you just brain dump and you write for three legal pages. So that's um,
1: episode 21, by the way, for those you. of you who are wondering.
0: So, um, so anyways, um, so the question is, do you find them hard to do when you feel good? Okay. Cause they, she finds them very therapeutic. So we're Brad and I are talking about this because while he doesn't do morning pages, he is a songwriter. And so, um, do you want to share about <laughs>
1: yeah, that? Yeah, I do. So honestly, I would say it has nothing to do with how you feel right? The the purpose of doing morning pages or writing music is not to do with how you feel. And I can personally guarantee you that when you feel good or normal or fine, you will skip morning pages or not write songs because you're not sad and mopey and feeling like you have something to share or sing about right so i did that for a long time and i would like write for like a year and then i wouldn't write for like a year and then i'd write again for a year you know and when i ended up going to school uh i i had to take a songwriting class and i had a lyric writing class and basically my teachers uh gave me homework (laughs) write a song When? By next class. When's next class? In two days. What? You want me to write a song in two days? That was terrifying, right? But the point of it was that it was an exercise. You get into the habit of doing your morning pages. You get into the habit of, for us, we do do something called pre writing, right? So before you sit down to write your song, you actually do an exercise called pre-writing. It's very similar to morning pages. It uh, just helps kind of get the juices going, you know, and get that creativity flowing. Uh, so anyway, honestly, um, it really has nothing to do with how you feel. And if you let it uh, be contingent on how you feel, then you will not do them, right?
0: Yeah, because well, you get out of the habit of it. So um, so in my webinar that I did, which is art expired, my loves. But um, again, we'll talk about it during the hunt with me challenge it's not about like, if I, if I can't do three pages, I don't do it. That's actually, that's kind of the myth of habits that if you, you have to be able to do the whole thing, 100%, this is where perfectionism comes in and thrives. Um, so what I would say is- Hinders. Hinders.
1: Perfectionism hinders. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, it totally does. So what I would say is make the habit that you are going to sit down to write a page. Right. Every day. And so even if you're busy, you still have time to write one page because it really – if you're brain dumping right when you wake up, it's going to take less than two minutes. Yeah. And then if you ever do all three, that's extra credit. So you actually just make the habits smaller so you could always do it. And this way, on those busy days, it's still being done. And then the other thing you should do is even if you miss them, like you wake up late and you legitimately can't do them because you need to be in the car in five minutes – is you celebrate the fact that you thought about it. And yeah. here's the thing. Our brains are very much designed to run the fuck away from from pain and like lean into sure. pleasure. And so if you uh, talk to negatively to yourself, talk negatively to yourself, or you have any like, oh, I just can't do this. Oh, I'm just so busy. You know, I'm feeling fine. I don't really need them. Your brain doesn't see them as a positive thing. So it's not going to find time or space to do them because it doesn't see that as positive. But if every time you think about doing them, when you're creating the habit, uh, or on a busier time, or maybe you're traveling and it's just not possible. Like when we travel to Cambodia, it's like I have morning page time. (laughs) It's a different day. So, um, but I don't go, I don't talk badly to myself. I just go, okay, I'm so awesome for remembering the things that are important to me. And you say things like that to yourself, one, you're going to feel freaking awesome. It's going to uplevel your self-confidence in a huge way Two, it's going to solidify that as a habit, but by making the habit be, I'm going to do one page or even one paragraph, half a page. Yeah. And that if you do more, that's extra credit, you're going to find that it's always there. And here's the thing. If we only lean on things to help us when we're not feeling good. The chances of you going towards them when you're not feeling good are less likely because you're going to have to remember that that makes you feel good, which is a, like an advanced way of self-awareness. And B, you're not in the habit of doing them. So then you have to find the space to do them, which is going to create a whole other upheaval in yourself. So I would just say is like, make the habit smaller. Make yourself like say, I'm going to do one page or half yeah. a page.
1: Yeah, great. I love uh, that question that's a that is a fantastic question thank you so much for sending that in send
0: your questions to the be it pod on instagram we will answer them on the next recap hey be it listener you are listening to this because you literally want to be it till you see it and you want that motivation and inspiration every single week and i freaking love you for that and here's the thing last year i created a hundred with me challenge 100 with me meaning you give yourself 100 percent, and we do it together And this month's theme is me, myself and I. Why is that? Because after a year of what we've all been through, it is so easy to not be a me, myself and I kind of person. And some people might even think that that's being pretty selfish and I would disagree. And I know you would too, because you're listening to this. We have to fill our cup first and we have to practice doing that. And that takes accountability and it takes community. And I have my 100th Me Challenge coming up. I want you in it. In fact. I want you and all your friends in it, because here is the deal. When you have your friends and family doing something with you together, you change your environment. When your environment changes, big things happen. So go to 100withme.com to sign up. That's 100withme.com, the number, 100withme.com, to sign up for this challenge. We start in October. We have live workouts together. We have hangout sessions together. We have a group where we can connect together and really share what's going on, what's holding us up from actually doing the things that we say we wanna do for ourselves. And the reason we are doing it with Pilates is A, I'm a Pilates teacher, but B, when we connect with ourselves on the mat, we can connect more to others, we can connect to our goals better. How we practice our Pilates is how we practice everything in life. And I know this to be true. We have so many of our OPC members who tell us this, right? So if you've never done Pilates, do not worry about it. I got intro classes for you. And this is the best place to start because you have me in your ear helping you answering your questions. So go to 100withme.com. Join us for this challenge. It's my last challenge for the year. And I really hope you join us. 100withme.com.
1: Okay, now let's talk about Danielle Pacente. Uh, that was a really fun episode to listen to, by the way. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I know the two of you uh, probably had to like slow it down because when you two get going, it's like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> uh, so I was laughing. I did enjoy it. Danielle Pacente is an established personal trainer in Los Angeles and the creator of Danielle Pacente Training Guides. She can be found as the lead trainer for the Fit On app. 30-Day Fat Burn series on BeFit fit and guest trainer on Studio Tone-Up. She is a fitness expert and elite trainer for PopSugar, and she was recently named as the a trending fitness star by Shape Magazine. Uh, wow. Her clientele ranges from celebrities to CEOs, as well as large uh, uh, weight loss and event prep clientele. Uh, so uh, anyway, I was reading this going, wow, I don't actually... Cause I, I only know Danielle from the gym. So like, <laughs> I, know, we just I didn't know, together.
0: he had no idea. <laughs> I mean,
1: I knew she ran an online platform and I knew she was like, you know, writing the the books and stuff. But like, I was like, holy shit. Like sh- what? How did I not know any of this? My stuff?
0: friends are really amazing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she is really amazing. She's incredible. And I met her husband, uh, one time at the chiropractor, how random Matt yeah and uh uh we, yeah
0: we always we run into him a lot at the chiropractor. Uh, we don't do a lot of people at the chiropractor that is like
1: <laughs> kind of hilarious um anyway yeah she's really inspiring um she definitely is very real i liked that all about about her a lot so it was a lot of fun to listen to
0: yeah it was a fun podcast i'm so glad she was you know this is the power of amazing friends as like i was like hey i'm starting a podcast <laughs> will you be on it and she's like of course of course she's just the coolest so um She's super fun. One of the things that I love that we talked about was support from your family and closest friends versus entrepreneurs. And you know, she talked about like we Well the
1: this the difference between the, them. Yeah. The
0: difference between them and and you know, a lot of times I think no matter what your goal is or whatever you're working on, maybe you want to go back to school, maybe you want to start something new, maybe you want to start a new workout or um go like go hiking on weekends or something like that. Like We tend to worry about what our friends and family are going to say because we think we need their support to do the things that we're about to change. And the truth is, is that, while I love we have amazing family, several who work with us, but so they totally support us. But the truth is, is that oftentimes that's actually they don't know how to support you in the way that you want Um, And you're going to be a little disappointed or a little frustrated. And the reality is what you're doing, what you want to do, what you want to be, it really actually doesn't have anything to do with them. And so waiting for their support is probably actually going to hold you back or hinder you or make you worry. And and really, she talked about entrepreneurs, but I would just say, like, lean into people whose reality and life are not affected by the change that you're making and go with them because they're going to be like, oh, I've been there before you're gonna love this. You're gonna feel so good. And then what's really cool about family and friends is they just want you to be happy. And when they see that this new change is actually making you happy, and that you don't need them to uh, to do it, they're gonna be actually really happy for you.
1: Yeah, I think I think that um, when you first start something, you know, who do you know? You've got your closest friends and your family. So you're gonna tell them, "Hey, I'm gonna do this thing," and they're gonna be like, "That sounds so great." But when things get challenging or difficult or, you know, whatever, going back to the friends and family is hard. They want to be there for you, but they don't really understand what you're doing. And so they're not going to necessarily be commiserating, I think is a good word, as other people who are in a similar space as you, uh, who actually understand what it means to lose a client, yeah. like the ramifications of it or the, the win that you, you know, that you just should be celebrating when you get a client, right. Or something like that, Uh, where, where like, you know, you, you, you say to your family, like, Oh yeah, I just sold a 10 pack. Like, That doesn't mean anything they're like great honey good job right but no that's like a massively big deal
0: well for example a couple of examples one when we were going to cambodia and we told my grandfather we're traveling to cambodia he wasn't like oh my god that's so cool like other people who
1: yeah he and it was like we're going to cambodia and we're taking a whole bunch of people this was his response
0: it's really dangerous there are you sure you should be doing that you that's actually really a bad idea like like, I don't know, that just, that's really unsafe.
1: (laughs) And it was like, well, we've literally sold tickets and everyone has plane tickets and we're going. Wait
0: a minute, shoot my parachute, pop. (laughs) You know, and here's the thing, love him for, he only wants us to be safe, right? Right. The, another example is this, and and Brad talks in like business terms, but, um, so I know not all of you are here for any business. You're just here to how to be it till you see it. But, I was getting a facial from a, I'm trying to make friends in Vegas and I'm going to have her as my facialist on this podcast to talk about your skincare and all this stuff, because you know, your moneymaker definitely can help you be it till you see it. Plus she's a a badass. She's also a badass. So anyways, I was getting my first facial with her and I said, oh, how long you been open? She's like, well, I signed the lease February,
1: 2020.
0: So exactly. Brad and I were instantly like, oh gosh, that sucks. But like anyone else who's not in business and understands, they probably would have been like, "Oh wow, she's so been open a year and a half." They may not, and most likely wouldn't have had the guttural, like the my guttural, like heart sank for her. Yeah, because
1: because she signed it a month before COVID, month before right, COVID, so and
0: her business is facials, and so it's clearly
1: in person you're touching someone. I mean, yeah. yeah.
0: So so. Anyways, whatever it is that you are wanting to add in your life or do in your life, whether that's a business or a hobby or a habit or a routine, you know it's okay to know and share with your family what you're up to, but don't do it in a way that you need them to like pat you on the back and be your cheerleader. Lean into the people and they might be strangers who are doing that thing already because they remember what it's like to start, sure they remember what it's like to be nervous about it, they also know what it's like when you're on the other side of it and you're going through the the hills and valleys of what of what life is in that thing. So I just love that. What did you love?
1: So I really uh, liked the point that she was talking about. <laughs> I, I guess I always think about business. So yeah, I always pick okay. business things. So some people uh, are
0: going to create stuff for Etsy. So all this is applicable. Also, this is
1: like very, the co- to- topic of conversation was obviously all about online fitness business. So that makes sense here. But she talked about transitioning Her in-person client business to an online business, um, and the process of how how that happened. Um, You made the comment that she didn't go all in, meaning she didn't just like cut all of her private clients and just only focus on the online. Because you know we it's a longer term process to build up a business like that. But she kind of balanced it. She had all of her clients and started working on this and then slowly was letting go of clients while her online business was beginning to grow um, to the point where probably now it's uh, similar to how we did it. You only teach a few clients that you love. And then if people come into town, um, you know, you might be willing to offer them a session kind of a thing. And I think that she's in a similar space. And I thought, I thought it was a really great point to say, you know, there is like a, where your money comes from and the way that you uh, are where if it's coming from like source a and you're starting source B, you're going to run out of time. You can't have both source a and source B making you all the money that you need because you don't probably don't have enough time in your life to do both of those things full time. So you're going to have to like, slowly switch the two as it's happening. I know that's like epically hard to do when you have a full-time job.
0: You also can't see what he's doing. If yeah, you're if listening. you're watching
1: YouTube, you if can watching- see me.
0: F- but Brad's <laughs> doing like scales. So think of <laughs> scales and like one scale would be like the way you make money today. And the other scale is the way you want to make money in the future. And then sometime, at some point you're picking things off of the heavy scale, moving it to the lighter scale. Because yes, that's a growing. great visual. And then they equal yep. out. And at some point you're going to have to just freaking leave but yeah. <laughs> but you it's it's not a zero to 60 you do you, you definitely have a foot on a canoe and a foot on an island until you can't do the splits so yeah there's that anyway <laughs> um,
1: I thought it was great because uh, you know and we we could definitely endorse that approach too because it's literally how we did it too is uh, we we took a look at the income and said all right if all of our income is coming from personal clients but we want to start something else out down the road. How do we begin to switch the two? And it was a slow process. It took, you know, a couple of years to be honest for us to really be able to pull your schedule back to the point where you weren't feeling overwhelmed with teaching one on one.
0: Yeah,
1: and 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 also I I would. I would say that it's okay for it to go that way. So if you're in the thick of it right now and you're feeling like completely overwhelmed, you know it's not sustainable uh, to be doing both things too much. You need to make that slow adjustment of letting go of some clients or letting go of some teaching hours so that you can work on your long-term business plan.
0: Yeah, I know we have a lot of members who have their day job and then they have this thing that they're wanting to start. And the same thing is like, you know, you you can only do your day job when the day job is asking you to work. And so you have to carve out time to do the other things. And it's a matter of knowing your numbers, right? If you know what you're trying to replace, then you can set yourself up, create a path for like, okay, what are the bills that I have to pay? What bills can I get rid of? And like, what is the like monthly not that I have to make. And so then you can start to see um, a light at the end of the tunnel and figure out like, when is it that you can make that leap? And for us, like, I think a lot of people are surprised that we've had OPC for over for three years now, like three years anniversary right now. And they thought, Oh, did you go online because of COVID? It's like, no, I was actually already online. And we actually had plans in 2020 for me to be more fully focused on our online business. It just so happened that COVID was like, we're just gonna rip that band-aid off for you. Yeah. You, you like, we're gonna make this a much easier transition. I was like, is it easier?
1: Well, it wasn't it easier. Wasn't but it was a much faster transition. We were forced to. But.
0: I didn't have to have a lot of tough conversation. That's true. <laughs> I was uh it was definitely um it was in the plans and in the works and we were on our way there. It was just a bigger jump than I probably could have made. Bigger bigger yeah
1: bigger yeah jump.
0: i was picturing like i don't know why i was picturing this like indiana jones like when you have to like it would have been like a leap across a rock and this was like one of those like jumping up to a rock and like grabbing on my fingertips the whip, grab the thing yeah and pull like, yourself up. and like with my fingertips somehow miraculously be someone who can climb a rock but that's what it felt like and and so anyways that's just i um i i, I like that you pulled that up because i think a lot of people here might be thinking of a side hustle And it's good to know that the people you see on Instagram who seem like they're killing it, they didn't, they didn't, they weren't born killing it. They, they worked their way up and they're consistent and they slowly took some time from one thing and put it towards another thing.
1: All right, so finally, let's talk about the Be It action items uh, from your conversation with Danielle Pacente. What bold, executable, intrinsic, or targeted action items can we take away from your convo? Uh, I'm going to jump in first here. She had two very clear, very concise recommendations. And the first one was to take small, actionable steps to build that bigger picture. And I thought that this was uh, really well visualized when she said, you might look at my business and wonder, why are people signing up for my stuff and they're not signing up for your stuff? And she said, but you are looking at my business in chapter 12 of my novel. I've been doing this for five years online and years before that right and so if you're just getting started and you're you're looking at me you know feeling frustrated you shouldn't do that because you you need to start at step 1 i started at step 1 years ago and i'm you know now i'm further down the path than you are right so the small actionable steps will help you uh uh in in so many different ways you know such as uh you know the the perfectionism thing take a small step forward just take a small step forward right or the overwhelm well, um, if you're feeling overwhelmed take a small step forward
0: it goes back to the question that we had this week it's like maybe you know I feel like I'm busy I can't do the, the morning pages well so just do the like do half a page yeah towards the bigger picture of making it consistent and making sure you have time all the time and so I think people think it's got to be all or nothing and nothing is all or nothing
1: nothing is all or nothing <laughs> <And> <laughs>
0: Ha, <laughs> that's my quote card. Um, but like, you know, what I love about this is I always work backwards from the ultimate goal. So like being it till you see it, the person, place, business, life you want to have in the future, we work backwards. Sure. Until we get to where you are today. And then you just do little tiny steps. I heard somebody uh, talking about um, his whole thing is like you have a 30,000 foot view. So like you're flying over your life and you get a big picture of like what you want. So if you'd like, think about when you're flying, I, I, when I picture flying into LA, I could see, I can see the buildings of downtown and I can see the tops of the corridor and I can see the ocean. I actually can't see that that street specifically is Ashton Avenue, like where we used to live. Like I can't see that. I can just see the buildings that landmark that. Right. But then when you land and you get to where you're going, you're in mouse steps, like you're in the map, right? So you're just taking, he talks about 30,000 foot view and then making mouse steps. And I wish I could tell you who it was. Hmm. I have no idea. But whatever your your bigger picture is, (laughs) you work backwards and you take those small, actionable steps. I love that. Thanks for bringing that one up.
1: Yeah, sure. So What about you?
0: Oh, of course, you know, I loved her take messy action. I I know.
1: I I was like, yeah, why would that not click? (laughs) I
0: mean, thanks, Danielle. It is in the intro.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it totally is.
0: It is in our merch. But everyone, if you didn't know, we have merch that says take messy action. And, you know, my the reason I I say this is like I had someone say to me, I was teaching them a session and they and I was saying, we just have to like it's going to be okay for it to be ugly and not be perfect. And she's like, I am an oldest child. As if, and I was like, me too, me and too. She's like, yeah, Brad too. And she's like, yeah, but that's it has to be perfect. And I said, I'm just going to tell you right now that that's a story that you're telling yourself, and yeah. you can live with that story, but it's going to keep you from actually doing the things that you want to do because you're waiting for perfection. And our bodies, just like any project you're working on. they take time for the connections from your brain to the muscles you're not using to even work. Like if you've never used that muscle in the way that we're asking it to be used, it's not going to be there. Yeah, You know? So, so I'm the oldest child of two oldest children. (laughs) So the pressure was real. And I'm not saying that as a slight to my folks, but like, I, I literally would cry when Things weren't perfect, and I would be frustrated, and I would just not do things because I would literally get an F instead of turning in a half-written paper. And so Brad's laughing because I think that there was probably some tears when our first. There were, of our no, business. there were
1: tears when I was younger too because I'm also um, I'm not, I, I don't I don't consider myself a perfectionist, but uh, I I don't like failure. So yeah. that's uh, yeah. yeah,
0: and, and there were tears. There were tears. So here's the thing. I get it my perfectionists and overachievers. I see you. I understand when I say tech, take messy action that that is like nails on a chalkboard for you. Sure. Here's what I'm going to say. The more you do it, the easier it gets and even just saying it, just saying take messy action, like just take like just throw ingredients in a smoothie thing and see what happens. If you don't like it, add more honey. It's going to get better. But like <laughs> uh the the thing is that like If you don't take that messy action, you will take no action because nothing will ever be ready. And when it is ready, if it ever becomes ready, the truth is, is that it's no longer going to make the impact you want to make because that means freaking everyone was doing it. And now you see the path forward so you can just copy and paste and it's not going to feel authentic to you. And, you know, so anyways, I, whatever you have to do, write on a chalkboard, take messy action, take messy action today
1: take messy action today
0: yeah all right well i'm leslie logan
1: and i'm brad crowell
0: thank you so much for joining us today we are so grateful you're here how are you going to use these tips in your life screenshot this podcast tag be It pod with your uh with your takeaway or your messy action you're taking yeah the messy and
1: action send us the t- uh screenshot with the, your messy action yeah
0: when you whenever you tag us it actually just dms us automatically that's the coolest thing about technology and uh tag the be it pod and we will catch you on the next episode
1: all righty talk soon